0: Okay, story time. So I was in Chicago this weekend, right? And uh, Emily, my love of my life, was like, uh, she's texting me. She's like, I miss you because we really haven't seen each other throughout all of July because we've been busy. Right. And so she texted me and she was like, I'm listening to your podcast. I was like, oh, which one? And I did one with some friends a couple months ago. She's like, oh, it's this one with this other podcast that you do. And I was like, "Oh, cool." Wait, and cool. it was about marriage and engagement. And she was like, "Oh my gosh, like it was great, blah 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 because I said some nice things on there." Well, then she started listening to ours. <laughs> Uh-oh. Apparently she hadn't really been listening to the Being Church podcast, which is fine.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh but she had no idea I talked about her so much. So she I was like, "Oh, what made you want to listen?" She goes, "Well, I went out with some friends from parishioners. You know who you are, people, faithful <laughs> listeners. And she's like, and they were like, Tom said so many things about you on the Soulmates podcast, and and there she was like, what? And they're like, no, not bad things, not bad things at all. So she listened, and so I need to offer some more information.
1: Okay. Oh, she so wants in the, the so- record. No,
0: I I wanted. Okay. It. She's fine. With it. She had. She just thought it was funny. In the Soulmates episode, I said I wasn't. She didn't love me enough in college, and that was wrong. <laughs> it was my issue. It's true that it was my it was both of our issue to work on, but it was mostly my.
1: You you said that on the issue. I mean I on wasn't the clear. episode. You I, wasn't I mean clear it wasn't it. super clear, but yeah.
0: I also started listening to some of our episodes and I'm like, I ramble and I don't complete my thoughts or my sentences. But and I'm sorry, public.
1: No, I cut you off all the
0: time. <laughs> no, no, no. I cut myself off.
1: <laughs> oh, so now so now do you think she'll listen to make sure that you're
0: I hope so. Hey man, it's a tactic. It's a tactic. So Hi, this Emily. is why this is why you should all listen, so that you know I'm not saying terrible things about yeah,
1: you. Yeah, and we keep you in check. Like, hey, listen.
0: So anyway, uh, it's good to see you again. We haven't been here in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah. It feels like July just kind of flew, and here we are at Absolutely the very end. Absolutely flew. Absolutely and flew. And it feels like all the things are starting up very I fast. I
0: have some stress in my life.
1: Yeah. I don't know where the downtime was this time. Usually, I feel it, like I have at least a little bit of downtime before. Right.
0: Right. I Crazy I land. scheduled like so many trips and vacations and retreats that I just didn't, I don't, it's just hard to, it's hard to break up your weeks like that and then do hard work during the week. In the middle. And then get right. it done.
1: Yeah. It's not done.
0: It's right. No, there's so much to do before. And
1: August. the other thing I find is that just when I'm here during the day and during the summer when the the programs are not running, that's the time that I actually see staff and I'm able to collaborate on, yeah. but sometimes that collaboration is not mm-hmm. on things that are youth ministry related, which, but for me, it really feeds me because it reminds well, right. me why I work for the church and yeah. that I'm on a team mm-hmm. and that we all have kind of the same.
0: Well, we do. I mean, mission. this is my first summer on staff, but I think that parish staffs, they should in the summers, do some, some team work things and like self care. Like that's mm-hmm. when, that's right. when you need to start looking at yourself and saying like, okay, how am I doing? Like what, what do I need to change? And, We've been doing a lot of that this summer. Yeah,
1: I think that's good. I and think, I have
0: seen you a lot more this summer than I did during the year, which right. is great.
1: But I am excited about the team, like just our staff. 100%. I think...
0: 100%. We I think we did a lot of good bonding this summer. We did. Our staff day was really awesome.
1: It really was. Really and awesome. that's actually one of the things I want to talk about today yep. on the podcast. So uh, hi, everybody. This is Alisa. Uh, welcome to the Being Church podcast. And I'm Tom. And today we wanted to talk a little bit about one of the things that we heard from our presenter uh at our staff retreat uh Michael Gormley. He was a he was a uh, a really good presenter and some of the things that he talked about kind of really there were things that I took for my personal life and then there were some professional things but, but there was one thing that kind of just um well, actually, there were a couple things that stood out. But one of the main things was he said to us as staff, staff, uh, something really kind of pointed. I yep. felt like it was pretty pointed. He said uh, he talked a lot about our personal prayer life. And um, at one point, he said, um, if you're not praying, if prayer is not your priority in your life, you need to look for another job. Right. And I was like, Oh
0: which was very interesting people took that uh, a lot of different ways
1: yeah and yeah I could I can imagine <laughs> so so when he said that uh, you know I think he just went on to say you know uh, this work is hard yeah. as it is and so if you're and then he kind of talked about what prayer is and um, you know learning uh, in my adulthood and the longer I'm Catholic understanding that prayer is your relationship to God. So if you're not working on your relationship to God and you're trying to go out and help people in their own walk, it's really, really difficult. It's
0: really hard. And I mean, it's prayer. It's having your own life integrity too. You know, like if, if things are not in the up and up in your own life, it's hard to be there for other people. It's not that you can't, but it's just, there's other roadblocks in your way that ah, just makes it really hard.
1: Right. So then I talked to, to Tom and I said, you know, Tom, um, we're starting up a new year. Uh, a lot of our listeners have children and you know, this time is just kind of crazy. You're, you're out and you're preparing for school. It's just the beginning. And so I just want to have a conversation about what it means to make prayer a priority and what that actually looks like, because it sounds really great. Um, we actually have, uh, an adoration chapel yep. at our job. I mean, honestly, how many Jesus people is
0: literally 25 feet from my office.
1: Right. Inviting us in at all, at all times. And, um, we don't seem to be able to find a way to, uh, make that time.
0: It's <laughs> a nice way to say it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the day slips
1: by and you're like, man, right. Like, I meant I to did... go to daily mass.
0: Right. Or like, yeah, which is also right, right next door. Like right. so many people have to be jealous of us because people hoof it. Yeah. Here. Right. To daily they're just more dedicated than we are.
1: Right. So it so it's kind of like what how How do we – how as – what are y'all out there? Sometimes I wish you guys could – like this was a call-in show. I know,
0: right? Like we could have a conversation. Like, hey, can somebody
1: call in and tell us, okay, what's your – I know that last um, staff retreat we had a presenter that used to be the adult and faith uh, family person, Charlie, before Amy. And he says that like there came a time in his life where he just would get up early and sit with Scripture an hour before he started his day. And so I – was inspired last year in July when I heard that yeah. to do that. And it lasted for four days. <laughs> Maybe I'm giving myself too many days. Maybe it was two days. Wow, really? It was bad.
0: I mean, I'm not... Because so, I I'm, I'm covet the same way. sleep. I'm like, the same way. I know.
1: Sleep is my favorite. And so to set the alarm in the five hour, that like the idea of it really makes me want to cry. Right. So basically... <sighs> no, I'm, I know. It sounds so... Like I sound like a baby. I know. But like... So I only do those kinds of things when i have extra time it's not like a part of my schedule it's not a part of my life Mm -hmm. i get real i got i get real good at prayer during lent i don't i mean i I prayed the rosary
0: so i mean so we're talking a lot about how how bad we are at prayer right but i mean there's something – I mean, prayer is super essential, and it's really important. But were you there – you were there Monday night when Gomer talked to the oh, parish, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Do you remember he was talking about the crawl, walk, run
1: yes. approach
0: to kind of growing in the spiritual life? And so, I mean, yeah, we get down on ourselves because it's really hard to spend an hour in prayer right, right off the bat, right? Right. And it's really hard to spend an hour in prayer because, oh, man, I just read something by Fulton Sheen. Father Doug would not like this because <laughs> Father Doug, when it comes to prayer and meditation – He's like, yes. there is a way to do it. Yes. And Fulton Sheen, who he, you know, and Father Doug follows Thomas Aquinas, who's brilliant. Right. And, uh, and right. I mean, like, he's right. There, That's a best, that's a best, there's a best way to meditate and approach God. Right. Fulton Sheen says that um, if you separate prayer from something like an empathetic encounter or an emotional approach right. to the Lord, it's... It's really hard to do, he might even say that it's, it's like inauthentic prayer. Whoa. I, I don't remember the quote exactly, but so, so we're told like you have to spend an hour and you have to do it this exact way. Right. But that's, it's really hard for some people. Right. And so it's a combination of, of crawling first and figuring out like, how do I, Best. how do me and God really relate here? Like, right. where does God want to speak to me? Um,
1: I kind of like that actually, because well, you kind of, because you're a mom
0: also, you've right. got how many kids? A million.
1: Yeah. A million. And, and ten. like,
0: you don't have, maybe you can't wake up at five and pray for an hour.
1: Right. So I just kind of like that idea of, I like, I totally forgot about that analogy. Crawl, walk, run. And, and I think
0: he was saying the crawl is like crying out to Jesus in those moments where you're like, I Really don't want to pray right now, Lord. Right, but I need your help. Or like in these moments of, I need you, Jesus. And
1: And I think he was talking kind of just on a larger scale when he was doing, and maybe spiritual, right? And maybe that's why I didn't connect it to prayer. But I think that's a perfect, you know, you make these goals and then it's kind of like exercising. Like when you make the goal to go to the gym three times a week, and then it's like, (laughs) yes. And then you go, and it's like, oh, you feel great for like a week, and then it's really, but but maybe if I just kind of scale down my, because you know what, actually, now that we're talking about it, um, many years ago when I was in the throes of motherhood and I was ready to lose my mind. Um, and I also wasn't very close to, um, the blessed mother. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, these are, there's two things I want. One, I I want these people who have these really close relationships with Mary. I actually want one. It's not, but I just don't have it. Um, and also I want to be a, good mother. So yeah. I decided every day before I wake up, before I open my eyes, I would pray one Hail Mary very intentionally, um, t- to be a good mother yeah. that day. And I, like, I do that without thinking now. Like I do that every, and, in, and if Junior's awake at that time, like I'll ask him, or if one of the kids is in the room when I think to do it, I'll ask them, do you want to mm-hmm. pray my, and I, and two things happened. I got, I, my relationship with mother Mary, like changed dramatically and over in a span of over about a year and then and that became routine so it is possible
0: right and it it starts with those small things i mean you've got to crawl first right and he was saying that the walking was what did he say it was like inviting inviting the lord into i don't remember the everyday maybe that's when you kind of start to build but he was saying that the running is praying before you do things and and saying like lord what is your will for my life you know that's when you've that's when you've kind of that's when prayer has become a part of the way that you're kind of breathing and right. living and working in the world. And it's – I think we just have our sights set on like – Running. Yeah. And like if I'm not levitating, I'm not really praying, right? I and mean, that's just not <laughs> – By location. That's just not this true. Is not – I mean, I do that to myself in the Adoration Chapel when I do go, right? I sit there and I'm like, is anything really happening? <laughs> Am I really talking about anything? And before I know it, I'm like down on myself. And right. then I'm like, well, this is a waste of time.
1: So maybe what and I do. We need to kind of get
0: pat, we need to get over ourselves. Yes. So in maybe general.
1: what I do, yeah. <laughs> maybe what I do instead of just trying to even think about the running is just be good with the crawling. Because yeah. I'm a little bit of an over retriever, I think. And I like want it, I want to do it. No, I know. Pretty awesome, yeah. actually. And so I want to do, like, I want to do everything yeah. the best. Right. And even, um, I think part of the thing with prayer is me just realizing over the last few years that uh, when I was in college, we had this at one of our retreats, we had this mantra prayer changes things. Mm-hmm. And now I've come to realize, and somebody taught me the mantra that prayer changes us and then we go and change things. And so maybe if I just like stop, but I, here's the thing is that I know that when I make time for scripture in the morning or when I make time for rosaries in the morning, specifically in the morning, not at the end of the day, I can't pray very well other than like, Oh, thank you, God. Right. I made it through another day and good night. And we pray, for, we pray with the kids at night. It's so a survival like, prayer? Yeah. It's a Thanksgiving for <laughs> <Who did it>? survival? <laughs> I did it few. <laughs> How
0: many days of I kept all five like kids
1: alive again? Oh, whoop! man. Um, but like when I do, I just am more positive during the day. Yeah,
0: you know, so there was a, a time in the last catechetical year. So like, you know, maybe it was like December, January, February, where for a couple months straight, I was spending some time it wasn't substantial time but i was spending some time in the morning giving my day to god and since my work is so directly connected to you know church work right it is church work it's i like to think it's god's work um it's really important to do to say lord whatever interactions i have today whatever goes well whatever goes wrong i give it to you and i can't i'm not going to worry about it because this is you have brought me here this is what you want right. me to do those days were infinitely better, I and I know that they were infinitely better, just like you do, but I don't
1: it's lazy. go back
0: it's, to prayer.
1: It's lazy. It's For me, it's lazy. Like, at the end of the day, I think it's lazy. I let other things... I,
0: maybe it is... Okay. Maybe it's laziness it's, for you.
1: I mean, don't... Okay, so what is it for you?
0: I don't know. This is going to make me sound really terrible, but I'm just a human being. Welcome to the podcast. I'm just a human being. Let's just start. that should be Ooh, our subtitle. I love it. The Being Church did... podcast. We're just human beings. We,
1: we keep coming up with the best subtitles ever. I, know, I love it. I know.
0: Them. It's great. But some so, days you just okay. have to show up. So, like, there are those, d- some days you just have to show up. Right. There are those days when I'm laying in bed, phone in hand, because that's the phone is the enemy of prayer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, see, there's another one. It's true, though. It. Uh, it's Y'all better true. write these
0: down. Yeah. <laughs> And if I'm ever considered for sainthood, just can we just have the write, bishops listen to this let's podcast. Let's just
1: co-write a book with all of these taglines.
0: That sounds awesome. Some
1: days you just have to show up and <laughs> the phone is the enemy of prayer.
0: Uh, but anyway, so I'm, I'm laying in bed or I'm sitting on my couch or whatever, scrolling through Twitter, looking at nothing, scrolling through YouTube, watching nonsense, and the thought comes so clearly into my head, I need to pray right now. And it's nothing like intense, it's not like, I need to have a spiritual experience. It's like, it probably comes from guilt. Like, this is not, that I should be spending this time with the Lord, not, right. not just... Mindless. Right, because I spend so much time being mindless. And I think that thought, and I see that thought as a good thought, and I choose against it. Because, here's why, I'm a terrible person, but also, I don't think I'm really convinced in my heart of hearts, and I work for the church, and I believe in Jesus, and I believe what? in the Catholic Church. It's not a priority for me.
1: Right. So I guess that's what I mean by lazy this is what this is what it is for me. It is
0: Man, that's hard to admit to all is. these people.
1: Well, it takes it takes a lot of effort. This is what I feel. I feel like I put a lot of effort in my life towards a lot of things into my marriage, into my relationships with my children, into my relationships with people that I love, my friends, into my work. So that those down moments that I have, they are for mindless right right, yeah and so i kind of are i kind of covet that mindlessness just out of pure like mm. this all this stuff takes a lot of exhaustion so it it's i guess it's laziness well
0: mindlessness I, I mean like oh, it's so annoying to say this i know we have to we have to give that Time up. Ugh. There are people listening to this podcast who are spiritual masters compared yeah. to us. Like, oh yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Like, most most of you are. <laughs>
0: Julie Navarro, if you're out there, what's up? Hey, but like, you shout know, out. Yeah, but like, we have to give that time up. Like, it's not bad to entertain ourselves and be silly and look at social media in right. and of itself. But it's like,
1: <sighs> and I feel grimy after that. Like, I feel grimy after I I have like a, I've spent like where did that 45 minutes go? Oh. You know what I mean? It could have been so much
0: All I did was watch another episode of Madam Secretary. Which is a great show.
1: That is a really good show. show. Anyway, we don't need to be feeding. I know, I'm sorry. Anyway.
0: But yeah, anyway. So I think I think I really do think that we're called to look that in the face and be like, uh, this is not my priority. This is not this is not gonna feed me.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this. What is an actual answer to this? This is not like a theoretical like, oh what no, I want an actual answer. What – let's say I take this whole year, this whole catechetical year, August to May, to crawl. What does that actually look like? I have to decide. You can't tell me. Can you just tell me? Can you make it like an assignment and be like, I think crawling looks like?
0: I think crawling looks like acknowledging to the Lord. Well, for me, it looks like acknowledging to the Lord like those moments when I have that thought, like I need to pray. And I don't want to, to say, Lord – I know I need to pray right now, and I don't want to. Give me the grace to stop being a loser.
1: Do you think the devil just is just like you know what? These people work for the church, yes. and so
0: yes, these are the yes. these are the people that the I need. To... People to think of that. <laughs> oh
1: well, no, I mean just in this conversation, I'm like, well, but that sounds like somebody's trying to prevent you from praying in what you're saying right there. I think so. Oh,
0: I mean, I think so. I'm. Of course, I'm standing in my own way, but like obviously, there's someone else who wants Benefits. to hold me back. Benefits,
1: right? When you don't pray, the
0: Satan. There's a coffee shop on airport called Satan. S A T E N. Satan. Yeah. I don't. Maybe I'm wrong, but maybe,
1: maybe that's not how you pronounce
0: it. it. But it seems strange to me. Anyway, <laughs> that's an no, aside. I 100% agree with you. I think that, uh, I think that Satan knows that. I mean. Look at yeah, I don't want to get into this conversation, but he attacks church all over the place. I right. mean abuse scandal and all sorts of other scandals and church workers not praying and admitting it on podcasts. Right. Like it's yeah. He's right. real. Evil and it real. helps.
1: It helps his cause if we don't if we don't pray and if we don't make it a priority. Which is
0: why at the end of this podcast we always say, Pray for us and we're praying for you. Ooh. I guess we should pray for you guys more. <laughs> but right. This is why we need you to pray for us, dear listeners, because we need the energy to do this work. And this is something that we were talking about today. We need to do a better job of not just praying to Jesus and not just praying to the fa- the Father, but to ask the Holy Spirit to be a part of this parish. Right. Not because we need to be some charismatic renewal parish. It's okay if we are. That's fine. But like, because it's His work. Right. Jesus said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna send you another person."
1: Right. And we need to allow him to energize our work. And the to... last
0: 2,000 years have been the work of the Holy Spirit. Oh, and what in- more incredible things he could do if we let him work more.
1: Right. And we get to be part of that. And yeah. that in and of itself should be.
0: I don't think we really understand the Holy Spirit very well.
1: Or we don't spend enough time.
0: Like, could you imagine? Okay, so the disciples had, you know, three years to get to know Jesus. And they really, we laugh at them all the time because it's like, oh, you do not understand. We've had 2,000 years to try and understand what the Holy Spirit's doing. And we don't.
1: Not even scratching the surface. Get it. I know it's insane. <laughs> I just had that thought. And but but here's the thing, and that's what Jesus says. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna leave you all of these resources. I'm yep. gonna leave you an advocate. I'm gonna leave you spiritual food. I'm gonna leave here's you the our
0: Father. Here's ways all to get stuff.
1: rid of your sins. And we're like, eh. Here's Netflix. Like, what do you mean?
0: <laughs> so good. Yeah. I Look, know.
1: Junior and I are on a Cheers bender right now. We're watching. <laughs> the very, I was like last night I said okay so junior watched some of it growing up I don't think we were allowed I don't know I yeah But all I know is that like last night we were on like episode there's like 11 seasons and we're on episode 14 of season 1 and I was I literally looked at him and I was like how are we going to get through all of these episodes
0: It happens I did that with friends <laughs> a couple of weeks ago I realized I was in the 10th season I mean it took people 10 years to watch this I did this in 3 months
1: we're terrible. What's wrong, guys, with guys? I I say you guys elect new podcast people. Because <laughs> I, we clearly do not know what and we're doing. We're just
0: going to call this episode. Uh,
1: sorry, <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry. Okay, okay, we're okay, really okay. Sorry. okay. So I had
0: a thought. Okay, and it's kind of, I sort of wise, semi-wise. So um, we talk a lot about how we fail in the spiritual life, and f- actually, Father Doug mentioned this and he really strongly believes that I haven't had a chance to engage him on it. We talk a lot about how we're broken, right? It's important not to dwell on the fact that I am a broken person. Like, yes, we're broken, but that shouldn't be our primary thought, right? Like the primary thought is that we're we're good to go. Like we're redeemed. Like God loves us and he wants us. Like, yeah, we're broken, but God wants us anyway. The God wants us anyway needs to be primary in our mind. So when it comes to this prayer thing, And maybe this is, like, a false sense of hope. Maybe this is, like, I I think this is a safety net. And so this is another reason I don't try hard in the spiritual life. There's this um, concept in spirituality. Uh, I forget what the Latin is. I tried to look it up, but I don't want to butcher it and embarrass myself, you know. But it's called begin again. Oh. In the the spiritual life, there's this concept of beginning again. I mean, that's what it is.
1: Those are my favorite words. It's
0: just to say, like, okay – from this point in the past, from right. from right now, looking in the past, that part's over. I'm right. going to take this part and begin again. Just today. Begin again. Right. And yeah, you're going to mess up. Yeah, you're going to fail. Right. But um, but there's a chance to begin again tomorrow. I think it's St. Francis de Sales who is like uh, a new chance in life begins with like the morning sun or right. something like that. Um, actually, Philip Rivers, the quarterback for well, he was the quarterback for the Chargers. I don't know where he's playing now. The Rams, Los Angeles Rams, I think. He gave the commencement speech at Catholic University the year before I graduated, and that was his that was his theme: begin again, begin again. In sports, in life, in relationships, in spiritual life, begin again. And I think it's really important to remember um, not that's, to look
1: at all the failure,
0: right? Because I mean, you can that's, get bogged down. Yeah, and that's what that's what Christ offers us is 70 didn't, times seven begin again
1: didn't Gomer say something he related it to a tree and he said something like the best time to plant a tree like the first best time to plant a tree or something was, was like
0: 75 years ago right the next best time is right now right mm-hmm. so same just, with the spiritual life right the best time to start praying was 25 years ago right. The next best time today
1: right so I think I'm gonna really think about this and I'm really and maybe I'm big on plans. Maybe I don't come up with something that's like a hard and fast plan.
0: See, this is, this is something I struggle with too because it's like I can outline like this is what I'm going to eat this week. I'm going to exercise these times. during that. I never do. Right. And then I get so down on myself because I failed. Right. So I don't know. I don't know.
1: Maybe I just need to chew on this conversation a, a little bit longer because I do know that it is helpful. It, it is centering – it is uh, grounding. It's really important. And it and it really has impl- – and obviously, like, I think my spirituality is uh, better, I don't know what word to use, than it was 10 years – I'm not the same person yeah. I was 10 years right, ago. Right. And I think that's, that's a good thing. Sure. Right. Yeah. That's a good thing.
0: I, yeah. And I also think that we're really hard on ourselves because it takes people a lifetime to develop a good spiritual life not that that's an excuse but just to understand that like it's okay okay. do you have a spiritual director
1: okay so that's the other thing dude the other day there was a there was a sister on campus and she she i think she got added to the spiritual director list and i really think that that's just one of these like seeds that jesus has been planting because i have like very specific spiritual questions about things that i'm trying to work through in my own personal life and I'm like this is not really like a therapist question this is more like a how do I how do I maneuver this situation in light of my faith? And I'm not sure sure how. And so I'm like the person that's sitting in the front row yep. at Gormley's thing. And I'm like, okay, well, what about this and this and this? And it's just like, no, you need somebody one on one, one on one, right. exactly to go to. And
0: <clears throat> I've had I we've talked about this before. I've had great spiritual directors and not so great spiritual directors. I have one right now that's really great, and um, it's just so helpful to have somebody who listens without judging. Who, you know, it's always confidential and it's like, how do I do this and still be a faithful Catholic and still be a son of God, you know, right. and treat this person like a son of God or a daughter? You know, I don't know. It's just – it's. there's Catholic counselors you can have those conversations with, but right. it's different when it's spiritual direction.
1: Yeah, because I think that's actually what I, I – for these – like for these purposes, I think it's more just – Spiritually, where where do I go? And that and that's I guess what spiritual direction is. I have like I have a friend of mine who like she swears by it. She yeah. she will not go. One of her spiritual directors just moved, and she's like, oh, it's time to find an. It's time to find. People another get one.
0: real great relationships with their spiritual directors, right. and it's always a beneficial relationship.
1: Okay, well, thanks again for providing. <laughs>
0: Elise is done.
1: A platform for like – it's just I feel like it's on a lot of people's mind because we're about to gear up. All sorts of people are starting to gear up and it's easy for your spirituality to get lost In all the things that you sign up for, even when it comes to, like, stuff at church. Right. Right? I have so many people that, like, work in youth ministry. Like, honestly, guys, the people that work in youth ministry, they're amazing. Like, the volunteers.
0: 100%. And they're generally. Adult ministry, too.
1: Right? So these people are generally, like, best people. I know. They're super active in youth ministry, but they're also active in liturgy, and they're also like these same people are not just giving of their time and energy right. in youth ministry. And um, by the way, just a plug out there <laughs> for like ministry. Like if you've never ha- tried your hand at, at ministry here at St. Louis, please don't think like you have to. You don't have to be special,
0: or you don't have to be. You don't have to things. be a crazy disciple. To know all do the things. Right.
1: Yeah, you're. There's just come and
0: love people, love God.
1: Yeah, it's it's so great. Really, and so, that's
0: what it is. Love, love, people, love people, love God. God. Right. Love this church.
1: Yeah. And pretty soon, we're going to uh, invite you guys to, in a really special way, kind of uh, give some input as to what you would like uh, to hear on the podcast. Um, it's uh, great if you love any of it to like and subscribe yep. um, because that kind of just helps us uh, get the word out, get the gospel out. Um, yeah. And- we're
0: thinking of some new ways to kind of come at you, maybe through some, some video. Uh, media on the social medias, but we'll see. We'll see what's. We'll see what's cooking. Yes. Uh, so keep praying for us. Keep and We will for pray for you. We will pray for you. We'll do for it right sure. after we stop recording. We promise.
1: Yes, we will.
0: Yeah. All right. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week.
1: Go be church.